What's up, y'all? <laughs> this is Can We Be Real? And we are testing the waters today. Um, you guys already know Madre, Pamelita. Hello. But, but we got a special guest with us today. Tell us who you is. Hey, y'all. My name is Andrea Evans McLean. Or Mrs. Doctor, as I like to be called. <laughs> I like that. I didn't get the credentials, but I get to I get to just she enjoy wear the it, benefits. girl. What you talking about? Mrs. Doctor Andrea Evans McLean. Can we be clear that the shoe doesn't fit? Because your shoes fit inside your husband's shoes. Yeah, we literally have, they have double a pair of shoes. They have a pair of shoes, the Crocs. She was like, watch this, and her whole shoe goes in his shoe. <laughs> my croc goes inside his croc, because we're a covenant marriage, and so he That's covers right. me. That's right. And my croc. Bring on that warfare. I didn't think there was a way to make that spiritual, but you found Anything a way. Anything will preach. If the Lord created everything, then we should be able to make a message out of it all. Amen. Our mess to his message. <laughs> that was such a fake laugh. Anyway, let's go to our drink, our mug of the day. The Birmingham News, January 2nd, 1979, Alabama beat USC Bear Bryant National Championship. You're welcome. <laughs> it's for you, Mim. It's my, my grandmother. Anyway. Hi, you ladies. How y'all doing? Hi. You're not even drinking coffee, though, and I feel like we're being fake right now because no. that smells like tea. It is <laughs> cider. Oh. Cider. cider. You know why? I've already had four cups of coffee today, and I wanted to change it up. And go I to love, sleep. I can, I can drink a hot cup of coffee before I go to bed, and I'll still fall asleep. Yeah, I could. Cho- we gotta get true. you a mic. Um, I, <laughs> I want. I, I just want his Producer random Mike. the voice behind. You know, <laughs> I could chew coffee beans while sleeping. I'd be a fine. Okay. It does not bother That's me at all. You you wouldn't be fine. You would be choking and not well. <laughs> she took me so literally. I love the fact that uh, this is gonna be fun. Y'all two together. This is gonna be extremely interesting. Okay, random question. Just cause it, I I, I like to show off my kids. And, oh, we adjusted the lights. Haven gave me a good question the other day. And I want and it was a what would you rather, right? Uh-huh. Was, okay. She's great at this. She is. And I want to know what you think. Let me sip my cider for yeah, you real fast. Yeah. But hurry because we love that. I don't like the, the drink sound. pause, right? I don't like oh, the don't. sound of you drinking that. <laughs> Can we do that on the, the button press? <laughs> Just for Andrea. That's Andrea's favorite sound. Okay. If you had a superpower between reading people's minds or levitating something with your mind, what would you rather have? Pammy, you go first. It would be levitation. I don't even want to know <laughs> what is you can on turn people's minds. Turn it off. You don't have to always be hearing everything. You can choose. I, I just think that would be so dangerous for me because I might not get over it once I read their <laughs> mind. And so I'll take raising the couch up so I can vacuum underneath okay. it. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so you were like going raising the couch up so you can vacuum underneath. <laughs> I was thinking levitate like I'm in the in the grocery store and the whole like I'll little what's that thing they put the food on? The rack counter thing? Yeah. It just like comes up and I'm just walking down and people are like, Oh my god. You would mess with people. Yeah, you're cleaning no, and you're messing with I'm not people. cleaning nothing. I mean I mean, no, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm just gonna be honest. I'm not cleaning nothing. I'm gonna mess with people. I'm gonna be like lifting up cars. Like, I don't cool. wanna read anyone's mind because yeah. they're gonna be like, oh, Andrea, girl, you look so good today. <laughs> 
knowing good, they're like, oh, that side, that dress is two sizes too small. What's wrong with her? I'm reading uh-uh. minds all day. Why? All day. Why? The be the ability to look at someone going, really, and just stare at them. <laughs> And then they know that you know. And now you get to read the thoughts that come after that. No, but no, you didn't clarify. Ah. You didn't say that they know that you can read their mind. You just said. After it gets it? out. If, if I'm sitting there, I'd be like, hey, Chels. <laughs> and she'd be like, Did you stop have a it. Diet stop coke? it. <laughs> 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 I don't even need that. I have an Alexa button mm. that I just drop in. Can we talk about this? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so glad I we're talking about this. I don't know what that is. Is this an Android thing? No, listen here. So. Oh my gosh! I'm so glad we talk about this. <laughs> this is this is. Can we be real? We're gonna be real, okay? So, your aunt, my great aunt through marriage, and your mother—they're both in nursing homes. So they have this thing on the phone. I probably need to do start my clock. Anyway, I'm all jacked up about this. I'm glad we're talking about this. We're at a this table to talk awesome. about this. It is. <laughs> I'm so glad we're talking about this. Now we can drop in at any time on both of them and video call them. No, that is so weird. What? uh, No, no, so so hold up. Because they can't touch anything. They can't uh, can't see as well. Okay, right, because they're, okay. Exactly. They've got some health issues going on. So if there any time we want to, we can drop in. Hey, the kids can say, hey. And because of COVID, we can't go see them. We can't go see them. And they can't come out and see us. Fast forward to our new house. Our new house is a smart house, and it came with an <laughs> Alexa dot. Now, this Alexa dot, you could sit there and say, Alexa, play me so-and-so song. Wake me up at 630, whatever. But then one day we're sitting there in the house, and we hear this weird ding. And I was like, what is that? And Chelsea goes, what is that? And you can hear someone breathing. <laughs> And I'm sitting there going, <laughs> what? what is the sound? <laughs> and I'm tripping out. I'm like, what is the sound going on? <laughs> and then we hear, <laughs> this thing's in our bedroom. She's dropping in on our conversations. My mother-in-law is dropping in on the conversations I'm having with my wife in my Daddy, bedroom. You scandalous. It's my own party line. Scandalous. Y'all don't even know what Listen, that is. It didn't I've just stop. It, it didn't just stop. <laughs> the other day we're sitting there and we hear it and we go stand by the speaker. You gonna say something? And we're just waiting. And it's her and Lane giggling do? on the other side. We wanted to hear what we could hear. Listen. So can you like turn it off though? Can you yes, like? I can press a button to turn be that like, off. Get out of here. But I, I can listen. They like I'd called earlier and they didn't know it. And they're running around the house laughing hysterically. I can't tell what all's going on, but I know they're either playing chase or something. They're all running around screaming and laughing. And see, the neat thing is, I can call later and say, you know, the Holy Spirit just dropped Lies. something. On me so, okay, can I be clear? New this superpower. Is the same Get woman, an Alexa. This is the, the same of woman the that said she wouldn't. Li- she would want to lift stuff up because she wouldn't want to know what people thinks. Is trying to do the same superpower. Twenty twenty brought out and the, what you say are two different things. Needless to say, <laughs> this thing's going to be leaving my bedroom. That's cool. No. It really is cool. No. It's great technology. No. Not at all. 
Now, I thought your story was going to be lame. I'm going to be honest. I know, you know, I know you did. Are you surprised? <laughs> yeah, I had you a belly laugh out of that one. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you, you hyped it up a lot, and so I was like, you're going to let me Say down. Say this sentence slow in your head. Your mother-in-law can hear your conversations <laughs> in your bedroom. Well, don't. You need to turn it off after Thanksgiving. Well, I didn't know where it was. Holiday, <laughs> that dressing was awful. <laughs> don't tell mom. You're not getting no presents or nothing. She, next time, would have a whole... Since y'all loved the dressing so much, we're doing a whole meal out of it. Chris, would you like to pray? Chris, I made spaghetti just Uh, for you. Are you on like spaghetti? Listen. No. I can't. I can handle it only two two ways. George, you don't like it? Once every three months or covered in Valentina hot sauce. Oh, oh, whoa, whoa. Now that's yes. some backwoods stuff. No, it's Hot amazing. Have you, had, hold on, hold, have you had it? That's caliente. Have you Never. Had it? Thank you. And I won't. So don't not. Because the Lord, you know what? I feel like I feel oh like Lord. the Lord wouldn't be pleased. I feel pleased. like the Lord wouldn't be pleased. <laughs> Hot sauce on spaghetti? <laughs> it's Italian. So, oh, uh, never mind. I'm going to leave you alone on don't that. Don't you one. go there. <laughs> Yes, I, I feel you on that. I one. relate to that. You guys are so I, odd. I'm, I'm watching. I promise. I'm. I see a car that's pulling up in the parking lot. So Lord, please let it be Terrence with McDonald's. Is he? Is he coming back? Okay. I'm j- sorry. Live stream. I'm just making sure that we're good. Anyway. So. Hey, I'm ready. I'm gonna protect you, Pastor. See. From I appreciate you. Of, I'm gonna be out there. Don't touch my pastor on my way out. See. I need that. Ki- I need that kind of vibe in my life at all times. On my way out, do you hear what she said? She said she wasn't gonna protect me. She's driving. Leave it. Leave him alone. But if I if I can levitate stuff, <laughs> Alexa, can you protect him? <laughs> Alexa, call nine one one, girl. It's got to be real rough. I can't with you guys right now. Oh, I love you. So, question: With everything going on in our world right now, everything hardest thing for you to handle right now. It could be COVID, it could be politics, it could be Facebook, it could be um, weather, it could be anything going on, hardest thing that you're dealing with right now. The variability, like I'm a, I think I'm pretty agile as a person, Mm -hmm. but when everything in life is always like something's changing from one second to the next, I've learned that I'm not the best with that. Like I've had to really lean into Okay, it's going to be okay. So I'm looking for like a constant, you know, here and there, and I'm not always finding it, and that's a oh struggle. Wow. So I, I don't know. That's hard for me. That's got to be hard. Mm-hmm. What about you, Madre? I think you hit on it earlier. I have not seen my mother in person since March, mm-hmm. and I haven't seen my aunt in person since June when she contracted COVID. And it's strange to be at this season of their lives and nobody can put their arms around them. Nobody can, no physical touch. And I've never been separated from them for any amount of time ever in 63 years. And so that's been the hardest, to lose that human contact with the people who are closest to you. I get that. Mine's been an annoyance. I'm annoyed with the amount of lack of information people that talk very loud about various topics right now. Mm -hmm. 
Seems like sometimes the loudest people right now don't know really what they think that they know. Yeah. Talking about p- politics, talking about COVID, talking about people, talking about anything, right? Mm-hmm. And it just seems like a lot of people are just enjoy being the different opinion and want to be really, really loud, right? Instead of saying, hey, man, let's find somewhere we can agree and then let's build upon that. Let's do And I just, I think there's, there's just such a loud, but it, I guess it comes with it. There's such a, a loud micro home, microphone for division right now. Mm-hmm. They're talking super loud. And, and it's like, why though? Like, tell me, if there's a purpose, is are you trying to bring awareness to bring people? And it seems like a lot of times people just want yeah. mm-hmm. to stir the pot. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you've always had those people. But they just seem like they're talking super loud right now. And we're giving them more attention than anybody else right now mm-hmm. at all. Well, Andrea, from your age demographic, from your work person, from your area, what are some of the struggles of people in your your area of life and your demographic that are bothering them right now? Um, I would say that there's just so much information and, I mean, we are been in the information age for a long time now, but there's so much information, and, and people are looking for answers. And I think kind of to what you shared, um, I can find an answer, but it may or may not be correct. And so, like, not even being able to know whether, for instance, with COVID, right? So mm-hmm. I work in healthcare, and I've been able to see a lot of friends that now seem like they might have worked in healthcare too. They're, they're sharing a lot of things that are, like, really off the wall or mm. even vice versa in politics. And so I think it's just yeah. that there's so much information that I don't know what to focus on. And so for me and a lot of folks that I, I've talked to, it's it's more of a, okay, well, I'm tapping out. I'm not going to, like, just within, you know, media, I've got to cut it off or whatever else. And so I think that that's been a real struggle. Um, and I think about, like, back to the Great Depression, um, where there were a lot of things circling around, but we had newspapers, but there wasn't, like, social media or, like, mm. an, a constant outlet of news where on your phone now there's an, there's an app that shares all the news and things like that yeah. to where you were always, always, always inundated. So I think that that's something that I've heard mm. a lot of folks struggle with, and I know I am as well. What about you, Maja? Your demographic, your age group, your work field, some of the struggles. I think it's um, what I shared with you on Sunday. There's such a lack of trust on all levels. You don't trust your politicians anymore. You don't trust your doctor. You don't trust scientists. You don't trust, you know, there's just so, it's so far-reaching of who you don't trust anymore. You don't know who to believe. You're hearing so many voices, you know. And I think it just bleeds over into so many areas of our lives. And I don't know that I've ever been to this place before. I mean, you have some distrust in your life with different situations. But when it's on so many fronts, I think that's probably what people my age are struggling with the most. And many of them have mentioned to me to get to this point in life and to have never seen anything like this before. You know, like my grandparents, now they saw some things, but they're, you know, they're not here anymore. But this generation that followed them, to see something on such an an enormous level, so many different levels, many of them say to me, "I, I just, I don't even understand the world I live in anymore. Wow. I, it reminds me of the book that we just got stu- done studying, The Way of the Shepherd. And it says sheep, if they don't feel it safe mm-hmm. and they feel like they can trust what's going on, they don't rest. Mm-hmm. And it causes health issues. 
And I feel like a lot of times that's what happens. You know, I'm taking like a break from social media for a little bit right now. And it's amazing on, you know, you'll, you'll see, like, oh, man, what are they fighting about? What's this issue about? What's going on? Mm-hmm. And, and the problem is, is you'll have people say, well, you've got to stay informed. Well, there's also a wisdom on how much you're staying informed. In. You know, there's, there's, a, there's a wisdom that, like, I, when I first started doing stocks, I was checking it every 30 minutes. Just checking, what's it doing? What's it doing? What's it doing? Because I was excited. But the problem was, is I never got to rest. And I was nervous <laughs> of what's going to happen. What's going to, am I losing money? Am I gaining money? Yeah. Am I doing this? And, and it's like, oh my gosh, this is, and it got addictive. You begin to really get addicted into it. And you really been, and I think social media is the same way. We love to know, mm-hmm. right? Like, so do you know, it was funny you said something earlier about it. Do you know what a party line is? What? Yeah, okay, it was like you call you call the phone company to be like, connect me to Sister Susie, and then, but you can hear all the conversations. That was kind of like what it was. It like. was in the old days. Everybody's phone was hooked together in a certain area. So neighbor A had one long ring and one short. Neighbor B had two long rings. And when you would hear that, or however many were on your party line, you didn't pick up the phone because you knew two longs was not your ring or two longs and a short. But all the little old ladies would pick up the phone and get on and listen to private conversations, whoever they were talking to. That was the party line. Well, people are doing that now. They're grabbing popcorn in the comment section. Yeah, of the post we don't have to pick up the just, phone. Nope. We're just watching for them. First. And just watching. Yeah. You know, it's, and I'll be honest, there's been times I, I like to go in and just watch just people argue. And it's like, man, what are you going to say next? Oh, he went there. Oh, my gosh. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you see what so-and-so posted? Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think it's an interesting place for us to be in a church. You know, we've, we've grown and been around church almost all of our lives. Would you have ever have dreamed a day where we're having to operate like we are operating right now as a church? No, never. I can't even think of a frame of reference, even the closest. There isn't. This is a whole paradigm shift in the way that I think we even, now that we view ministry, you said it earlier, Pammy, where now COVID kind of is in the back of our our head at every turn. And so I think that that's going to be, I don't know. I I, I don't know. Where do we go from here? We've talked about it, you know, and even in the old days, y'all know what was said when I was a little kid? The pastors would talk about, if the communist ever took over and we couldn't meet and we couldn't have church, that was back in that day of the Cold War, you know, what would happen? But we've talked about it. You know, you've preached about it. Well, what if we couldn't have church as usual? Mm -hmm. But really, you can't prepare for it, even though you tried to. I mean, all the time. I mean, we were always like, hey, you know, are you ready? Are you ready? And then all of a sudden it happened, and everybody was like, oh, wait, hold up. I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's no mm-hmm. way to be ready. We didn't know what it would look like. You know, we could make some educated guesses, but we didn't know it would come in the form of a virus. Yeah. Mm. We thought it might come in the form of an enemy, a, wow. a warfare, you know, something like that, but not in the form of something we couldn't see. Right. Next question. I want to see what we can go with this. With everything going on, we'll just say with race relations in the country, what has been the hardest thing for you to deal with in that whole conversation? What would you say? I think just um, hearing some friends or people that I love um, have ideas or express viewpoints that aren't maybe consistent with 
who I've known them to be to me um, and having to reconcile that and also having to love them through their humanity because, you know, you may have a perspective that I don't have or vice versa and having to say, it's okay if you think differently than me, um, but how do we work through that? I think so. The hard part is now what? Because now I know that you think this way or, I, I, you know, whatever else. And so it's kind of that, you know, you don't want to read somebody's mind where it's like, well, I don't, I can't unsee or unhear yeah. or whatever. So now what do I do? How do I reconcile that? If mm -hmm. I don't reconcile that, is that okay? And there's so mm -hmm. many opportunities for me to be okay with not recon reconciling, but that's not who I am in my, in my core, I think, and who mm -hmm. I know that, you know, God's created us to be. So I think it's hard because now we're having those hard conversations. Mm -hmm. They're on the forefront. You can't get around them mm -hmm. and you're having to really, I mean, challenge some things that maybe you thought even, even myself as well. I remember a conversation you and I had oh, wow, yeah. where I shared something and then you said, well, okay, well tell me more about that. Why do you think this way? Or, and I was like, Oh, and, uh, and I went home and I was crying like, Lord, that was an awful thing for me to say, mm -hmm. but that came from me. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think that it's hard just for me to start having those conversations and to be in intentional and to, to still love. And I think that's that. key because you and I have a relationship to where we have that safety. And I think that that's for me is the hardest part of knowing what to say and what not to say. You know, what What can you sure. say? And what if I say something wrong? Yeah, what if you don't have that safety, yes. but you want to address it? Exactly. You know, what, uh, you know, that's why I'm very poignant, very direct. If I've got anything to say, I'm going to say it. I'm not going to skirt around the issue because if I'm talking about something and somebody hears a snippet of it, now whether it's fair or not, that may be the only part of the conversation that they grab. Yeah. And I've got to be very careful, especially with the sphere of influence that I have. Right. It's not just me and my family. You know, right. I've got to, I not only represent the kingdom of God, I represent my wife. I represent my kids. Mm -hmm. I represent this church. I represent the leaders. I represent y'all. I represent you. I represent you. And so those are hard lines to walk. What about you? Yeah. Oh, do you want me to be really real? I don't want to be anything Okay, yes. I'm going to tell y'all. I guess the hardest part for me was, and I, I know I'm probably going to cry, but I think in my mind sometimes I, I tend to see more of the positive side, and I'm, I tend to be kind of like a Pollyanna-type person, and I thought that we were so much further along. I think the reality of it all set in, and I just thought from the time I was a little kid, and Christopher's heard my story about, do you know my story about first grade? Mm -mm. I grew up in a, um, a volatile home, and my parents fought a lot. And so it got in my little mind that when I went to school, that they were going to get in a fight and leave me at school and no one would come to get me. It was just a little kid. And being mm -hmm. an only child, you don't have a bigger brother or sister mm -hmm. to bounce stuff off of. And they'll go, oh, that's dumb, you know. Or It was just me and my thoughts. Sure. So um, there was, of course, racial segregation. This is the early 60s. This is th I'm in first grade the year President Kennedy gets assassinated. And so there's a little girl. She is a fourth grader. And so a fourth grader is nine or ten years old. And she saw me crying. My dad would let me out at school, and she saw me just stand there and cry every morning. And one day she came by me, and she said, follow me. And just 
kept walking and nobody saw that she said anything to me and so I just followed her around the edge of the school back behind the school and there was a little alcove for an air conditioner and she sat down in there and she was a little black girl and she said your people can't be with my people but I'll meet you here every morning and I'll take care of you and so every morning she would be in there I, my dad would drop me off. I would watch him drive away, and then I'd run around the school and run, get in her lap, and she'd sit there and sing to me the black mm. spirituals and rock me until the bell rang, and then she would send me on, and then she would come out later. So that's what I grew up knowing, and I've, I had always had black friends and relationships, and so I thought we had come a long way. And then I just felt like when all this started coming down, my position would to be quiet, to listen, and to love people, and to learn. That's what I was felt like I was supposed mm -hmm. to know. And so it's been really hard on me. You know, it's been hard on me to to see relationships suffer and to think that somebody would think I would feel differently about them just because I'm white, mm -hmm. not knowing my history and how important it is. I have a history with race and culture, and I don't want anybody to take that from me. That's part of who I am. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense to y'all? Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. well, see, I think one of the key parts is is – with what you said of you know it is true we have come a long way but you can say the phrase we've come a long way but we have a lot of work to do yes. and it be true mm -hmm. right because there has been a lot of work because you can't look at all the people that did civil rights marches and sit-ins and and all of the protesting that they've done for years upon years and not say that their work was in vain because no. there was a lot that's changed but then you would be foolish to be able to say, well, whatever. That that mm -hmm. wasn't that long ago. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's yeah. it's being able to have the conversation of we've grown, mm -hmm. but there's still some work to do. Mm -hmm. That we we've grown some stuff, but there's still a lot of change that needs to happen. Mm -hmm. It's these things and, and that kind of goes back to the amount of information that what happens is if you if let's just say it. If I say anything where we've come a long way, I'll get yelled at by one saying, What well, Listen, there's a lot more work. Well, yeah. Sure. And sure. if I say on the other side, man, we've got a lot more work. Well, you, listen, we've come a long way. Yeah. Can I not say both? Mm -hmm. But a lot of times relation, what happens is there's people just yelling at each other, right? And there's no there's no med middle ground. There's no greeting. There's no talk. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think you can. I think the challenge is that we want to be really agreeable as well. And so sometimes there's a situation where I've got to say, you know what, I see it differently, but I appreciate your perspective. Mm -hmm. And that's what it's going to be. And it may not be that you come to my side or I come to yours or whatever yeah. else. Mm -hmm. But I think it's important to um, also to recognize the challenge that it is for us in our politically correct society to, to even start to, even on this podcast, for me, a black young woman to sit here mm -hmm. between two, you know, different, all different generations and to say these things. I mean, my grandmother, it wasn't that long ago, my grandmother marched with Dr. Martin Luther King mm. and she got sprayed by water hoses and thrown in jail when she was young and for, for the same things that we're fighting for today. So my perspective, I think, might be a little bit different in that for respect. Sure. Um, 
but it doesn't make it any less challenging. Uh, I think, you know, I got the opportunity to, to peacefully protest this summer for the same things that she was protesting for um, many, many years ago. Yeah. But I think it's when we leave it at that and we don't say, okay, well, let's understand why this history is important to recognize or why it's important to have these conversations mm -hmm. that we start to really lose um, the benefit that comes from that sweet little girl that comforted you and that probably, you know, um, really contributed to, to who you are today, right? Absolutely. Um, I have to recognize the conversation even that I had with you a couple of months ago. Yeah. That changed the, my outlook. That was a paradigm shift. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, shoot, I'm a little bit racist. Maybe I knew that, right? But I had to come to terms with that this wasn't an okay way to, yeah. you know, to think. And then how does that impact the other people that are around me and even our, our friendship and stuff like that? So I think that... Um, it's just important for us to keep having the conversation, but not to like belabor the point. But am I seeking to understand, to be understood? And then if, if we can't, re you know, reconcile for whatever reason, I'm not going to like keep beating you over the head with something. And see, that's wisdom because I've, I've learned so much to where it is a skill to listen without your next point in mind. Mm-hmm. That's that's a hard skill to walk Absolutely. out. Absolutely. You know, because most of the time I'm reloading. I'm not listening. I'm just reloading my next point. I'm reloading this. Mm -hmm. And these are conversations because I've had them. I've been having these conversations between sitting between two people and one of them says, well, black lives matter. And the other person says, well, yeah, but that organization. The other one says, well, I'm not talking about the organization. I'm talking about the phrase. Sure. And we're, we're there's there's a video and. And I'm, but it's a perfect issue of what's going on, and I do not support the language, what it is. And it's this comedy video of a guy that walks up to one side of a water and goes, hey, F you. And the guy on the other says, you know what, F you too. And they're just yelling at each other back and forth on the other side. And that's the whole video. And if there's ever a clearer picture that I've just seen of what's going on today, mm -hmm. it's people standing on two sides of the water yelling, I hate you. Well, I hate you too. Well, I'm right. No, I'm right. Instead of coming together, willing to challenge the very aspect of the way you think to build relationships, right? So, to, to look. And, and that's one of my favorite things to do with Terrence. Terrence and I will just talk about the different way churches are. You know, when we're like, man, at this church, it's this way. And this church is this way. And this funeral, it's this way. But you learn so much and you grow so much from it. Why do you think these type of conversations are important for our children? Well, shucks. I mean... The same reason why it was important for my grandmother to teach me my history. Yeah. So that whenever people start going crazy, I can have a clearer perspective, I think, and understand who I am and, and why I'm here and what's important. Um, I think also because you want to learn, right? Like, I, you, I think parents always say, I'm not a parent, right? But you say, like, I want my kid to be better than me. Or I want them to yeah. have a better life. And it's really hard for me to do that if I'm not showing them something different. And so I also think, too, like, you're you're exposed to this. I was exposed to racism when I was um, in pre-K. Mm. People didn't like my skin. They didn't want to play with me. You know, I had black Barbies at home. They didn't want to play with the black Barbies. They wanted a white Barbie. Well, I didn't have no white Barbies. Mm. You know, like that kind of thing. And so I think, too, to also prepare them to, you know, you want to be – um, optimistic and, and believe the best of people, but also when that real conversation or when that real situation hits you and somebody calls you an ugly name and they don't really know what that means, but they do anyway, then they can can know, and this is the way we respond and this is yeah. why. You know, this is who you are and this is why it's important. Um, but it was so so important for me whenever folks were telling me who I was supposed to be, I already knew who, who I was. Wow. 
Like when I didn't see my history in the books, I already had a book that showed me who my people were, you know? Um, And I think you can always relate that back to our identity in Christ as well and how we operate differently. We, We walk, we talk different whenever we know who we are. So I think it's important for our kids and also like, aren't we tired of having this conversation? Yeah. You know, like I'm, I'm over it. Yeah. So then we got to start talking and acting differently for our kids, I think. And I think one thing that's going to be huge for it is this. You can never substitute real relationships with viral videos of people that you want to hear from. Yes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, as a white person, you can't just go find a black person that just agrees with everything you say and then share their stuff. And as a black person, you can't just sit there and go to a white person that shares everything. Oh, but we do that. Though, but we do quite that frequently. You know why? Because there's no, there's no none of that awkwardness of relationship in the middle. Yeah. There's none of the conversations like we've had. There's and none of the. Go ahead. And I think we're trying to prove something. I'm trying to prove I'm not prejudiced. Yes. So let me yeah. let me post the black preacher. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We feel yeah. like it, it's like I've got to prove to you. But my life has spoken to you. You know, I don't yeah. have to prove anything to you in this moment. My relationship with you for the last, what, seven years? Yeah. I've lived it with you, you know. But I think a lot of people right now feel nervous about that. Well, let me show y'all. Yeah. I've got some black friends. You ain't got to you know, prove see, you I'm, ain't racist, it's baby. It's like we're trying to prove we're not racist. You don't have exactly. to. I mean, if you're going to be a racist, <laughs> if we're going to be real, if you're going to be a racist, and be a racist. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it's about proximity, too. Like, I can say all the things all day, but whenever I got in 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 relationship with people that weren't my same skin color or weren't from Texas or weren't from what didn't have my same views, then I began to see like, okay, maybe they're not crazy. I still maybe don't agree or whatever else, but then, um, I can understand them and I still love them regardless. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of it is proximity. Um, but yeah, if you want to be a racist, then, you know, that's your choice, but it won't, you know, you don't have to over. Mm -mm. And that's the question is, is this is, it, will there ever be a day where we're not talking about this? Were they talking about this in the Bible? Yes. Okay. I'm so <laughs> glad you said that. So I don't know. You, 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 you go into and if you know anything about Bible history, uh, you know, that when you talk about the Good Samaritan, you know, that there's a reason why that story was so amazing is because of the differences. The woman at the well, this the race issue has been going on for so long, but it's the plan of the enemy to bring division in the body. And and, and he does it very well. And it, pri- it, it preys on fear most of the time. It's the fear sure, of the unknown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the fear of the unknown, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so let me change gears on you. You ready? I'm ready. What's that dance those kids the kids do these days? That little gear thingy. You know I ain't up to date Brought anymore. Brought to you by clueless ideas <laughs> of dancing. I'm a regular grown up. Uh, now. I just learned the dolphin this week. Uh, <laughs> or no, no. We're you know not who told me about there. that? Yo, why? Yes. Oh, I know. Because what happens is, My is they'll go, friend. oh, and all of a sudden they're doing their little body stuff like that. I'm like, quit. I mean, no, because I'm calling 911. You yes, you having a seizure. I a can't disc. save you. Uh-uh. You're going to slip a disc. <laughs> but, you know, what's so funny about those even things like I, I look at the things that my kids are exposed to, you know, the things that we talk about. I've seen that, you know, Presley had to, you know, had to see that not everybody around her thinks the same way she sure. thinks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how do you reconcile that as a 12 year old? You know, how do you deal with that? What do you, what do you see? You know, um, 
especially when it comes to relationships, when it comes to music, when it comes to entertainment. As a as grown women, what is the hardest part about standing out and being different? Does there come a point to where it's just never hard in your perspective? Is there come to a point to where being different is just never difficult or is it just gets to a point to where it's teach me. Is that (laughs) you know, that is one of the blessings of age. There's something that begins to happen in you that you become settled in yourself and you don't have to be understood. You don't have to be heard. Some of the things that you think of when you're younger, you know, when you're younger, you're so worried about the outside and not as focused on the inside. And there's some kind of transition, I think maybe around 50 where you're thinking, (laughs) we got a long way to go, girl. (laughs) That you begin to transition more toward the inside, Mm. you know, and just, you just realize, you know, I was telling the gr- this girl the other day, this young girl, I said, you know what? These are bat wings, but you know what? They're just arms. Yeah. You know, I used <laughs> to worry about that. I used to hide that, cover that up, but these arms do good things. They're yeah. flawed. Yeah. They, yeah. They're winged. You know, Houston loves <laughs> to get under them and bump his head under there, and the <laughs> girls did too, but they can do good things. Yeah. And I think that just comes with, really realizing, you know, keeping the main thing the main thing and realizing life is so much bigger than the things that we sweated sure, yeah. when we were young. But I'll add this on there. Yes, but you also, we get along well because there's a lot of things you're set in, but you're always willing to change and grow. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I want to. Like, you that. know, that you, that you're not in fear, but if you realize something needs to change in oh, your paradigm, yeah. you'll do it. You know, oh, I want to hear from you. If you've got, see, to me, a lack of maturity is when you are rigid in your thinking or mm-hmm, you become mm-hmm. rigid in your thinking. Uh, to me, when I recognize maturity in someone is when they are willing to listen and to hear maybe a different perspective sure. or a different doctrine. Mm-hmm. And if there's a better way to think, if you know something I don't know that you can enlighten me, well, I may agree with it. I may not, but it gives me a chance to Ten Commandments. Think about it. Movie. No, we're not going there. I love that movie. <laughs> no. I don't care what you think. It's, it's no, good. it's Pamela's favorite You're movie. You're trying to become pastor's bestest buddy, Westerns and the Ten Commandments. Here she goes. Man, you know, I had someone tell me the other day that I was old inside because I told them I wanted a farmhouse. Well, what's wrong with that? Ain't nothing oh. wrong with that. Thank you. That's no. good. That's her favorite movie. She loves that. And then her favorite uh, show is The Rifleman. Y'all sending me mixed messages. No, 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 because no. she told me that that was Pastor Lane's favorite show, and she didn't like to watch it. She Spirit of Lion loves. has come up in this house. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. I'm going to have to call you out, Pastor. You give me, you give me, you empower no. me to do so. She's just playing Don't you be lying on Pammy. She loves, she loves to argue on how many shots The Rifleman <laughs> took at the beginning of the show. Now I will argue that. <laughs> I love westerns. Okay, all right. Guilty pleasure of a show or a song or a movie that everybody's like, I hate that, but you love it. Guilty pleasure of a show, a song, or a movie, or something that a lot of people, <laughs> like maybe as a woman or as a man, you know, I, from my perspective, I want you to think. This is on, I just want to see if you could think of something that you enjoy that everybody else just hates, but you really <laughs> like it. Spaghetti. <laughs> okay, I'll, so I'll start sauce. as a random one. Okay. I love the smell of skunk. Oh, 
You're a, you're no. Get out. Let me. Okay. This me is no why. longer I your only show. I know one other person that's ever. My said dog awful. killed one under my bedroom growing up. Ah. Uh, you were stuck. I was stuck, and I smell, and it was just so. And now it, it's like. It's so when I say okay, I'll be. I, I'm being a little eccentric. Love it. It doesn't bother me at all. It's just a regular smell. It's just like smelling. I mean, coffee or you know any kind of smell. It's just a smell. It's just a smell. That's how you could work with the youth like because you don't smell their armpits <laughs> because you just relate it back to that comforting smell no, of no, the No, 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 fix. I can't comforting. stand stinky people. No. <laughs> no, 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 I can't stand stinky people. No. What? There may and may not have been a chance we've thrown some kids in a shower at youth camp <laughs> and said, we've got bouncers at the door until you bathe yourself because oh you nasty. Because they would get axe cans and spray themselves and think it was a shower. Their suitcases would not be unpacked the entire week. Whole entire week. Same Just outfit. like Mama packed it on Friday. No, folded yeah. it up. It's nasty. Nasty. <laughs> nasty. So what's some of guilty pleasures? Something you enjoy, a food, a song, or something like that that not everybody likes. Something different. Something out of the ordinary. What do you think? Oh, this is hard. Mm. I can't say any of the songs, Pastor, as the worship leader. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that to you. <laughs> but if anyone ever is serving in the sound uh, ministry and they capture my phone, with, that's the playlist on the pre-service playlist. I have may or may have uh, <laughs> said, please don't pull up. You know, just look at the Sunday morning service list. You know, from my past, my past will creep up. Well, well I'll tell you this. If H-E-B didn't want you to dance while you were shopping, they don't need to play Senorita by Justin Timberlake Tell while you're them. shopping. Oh, they be playing Boys to Men. I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, ladies. And I'm like jamming. I was like, I'm a, a pastor of a church in this city. And I'm sitting there like, doop. What is that H-E-B psychology? They oh. even play the oldies, too, Because you're going to spend us. more money, honey. Yeah. Uh, man. I'll walk out with that basket. I need help out. Yes, please. I need Have help out. Have groceries always been one little bag? It's like $80,000? No. I don't know. Not in Pop's day. A loaf of bread was 25 cents. Oh, it reminds no. reminds me of that. We're being bamboozled. <laughs> so my guilty pleasure, I think, is I love grocery shopping. I make my I spend two well, hours making my it. grocery you list on like HEB it? app. Love it. It brings me joy. I find peace there. And also Tell in the she church didn't look house. Just like Terrence telling that right there. She <laughs> said, oh, no. you sounded just I've been like Terrence. Too long. <laughs> Run that back because that looks Look, just like Terrence. Call me doctor. Hey. Uh, I love the grocery. I like get joy out of making the list. Like Terrence, what do you need? Goldfish? You need it? Oh no, we can't afford that. Okay, hold you on, know. hold on. No, my favorite one of yours is like what name brand? We, we got to watch out with the oh, name no, no, brand. Oh no, 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 no. Only name brand on the peanut butter. Choosy moms choose Jif, so only get name brand there. But um, you know, I'd be having to she save money. But I love. I love grocery shopping. I, I'm in there for exactly two hours. I go by aisle by aisle. Two hours. Exactly two hours every time. Once Not a month. Not checking out. Like no, just no, walking no. the aisles. To yeah, look at my list. I go, the li the app is wonderful. Have you seen the uh -huh. new carts they yes. just developed? No. That the moment you put something in your basket, it rings it up on your cart? No. Oh, no, because I have a calculator. I have two phones. One with the list and the <laughs> calculator. Down. I got two. Sorry. Earworm. Sorry. My guilty pleasure, Sorry. grocery shopping and westerns. That's it. Like, That's your pastor? Sorry. I apologize. 
Um, I'm not sharing the rest. Gr- grocery shopping and westerns. Pammy, what about you, girl? Guilty pleasure. Well, mine is sort of like a sin, I think. But Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh-oh. We ain't trying to get you in trouble. I know, but it was the only thing I could think of. As I have always loved, and I still love, to go very fast. In a car, oh. on a bicycle, on a motorcycle. When I get to heaven, the speed of sound is going to be nothing. So it's really hard for me to just, when you're out on a road and that thing hits you, it and it's weird that a Christian music demon. will make it <laughs> She's in worshiping. <laughs> but God's not dead. He's surely <laughs> And then that whisper's got to come in. Man, I love to go fast, and it's so hard for me to obey the speed limit. And when I married Lane, I didn't even have insurance because I had so many tickets, and he straightened my life out. I mean, if you want to get straight, marry an ex-cop, or he was a cop at the time. Random thing. I'm sorry, we just went there. Christian song you wish will never come back, and you're ready for it. you just glad it's dead. It just kills you every time it comes up. I am a friend of God. Whoa, I am a friend of he God. You just offended half the people that are watching this. Yeah. I got saved in that song. What song? You ain't God's Come friend. Come on. This is how I fight my battle. Y'all, you're going to hear the worship of your heart. I hate that song. I hate that song. The team knows. I hate that song with all my heart. And what was the other one uh, that was popular? They wanted me to sing. Justin wanted us to sing, and we sang it. Mm. Waymaker. I hate that song, too. That's a T-shirt, even. Not one of mine, baby. Both of them hate it, but, you know, you got, I can't be doing what I want. Why? They're played out. I just, and you know what? I think, like, we hear the song 75 times before we, I'll hear it before I say, guys, let's sing this. And then, like, you know, before songs trickle down to the churches, they're out for, like, 35 years. That's true. Sometimes. Unless you catch a hold of Elevation at, at, at Easter, they everyone releases their new songs. All of the, you know, the popular people and such. But I hate those songs, and I don't ever want to sing them again. But it's not about me, Pastor. It's about what the Lord's asking me to do and what our congregation needs. And that's why we sang it uh, on Sunday. I can't wait till the next time they sing it. They're going to be like, (laughs) she don't even like this song. Selfless. You taught me. I'm about to. Selfless. I'm debating. I'm just going to say it. You should go there. You should go there. Can we be real? Can we be real? It was a bop back in the day. That's what the young folks are saying now. It was a bop. Days of Elijah. Oh, pop. I know it. I know I've it. I've been asked to bring that back several times. He's doing like this right now to oh blow the show gosh. far. Mm. I remember jamming that song. The, he was going to blow it. He was? He picked it up. What were you singing? Praise the hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> He thought that would be a good good shofar song. Man, a lot of people don't even understand the shofar. <laughs> they don't. They don't know. They don't. Help even us understand. Because I said, "Why didn't you blow that horn, Pastor?" I got excited, and he said, "I didn't find the right time." And I didn't know. <laughs> I don't know what the right time he is. He can't find the spot on the new songs. Sing "Days of Elijah" and watch him bust it out, Pastor. If you're every watching, it's in my back pocket. Every hour of the day, <laughs> the Lord is my strength. With Pastor's appreciation. <laughs> Noted. 
Thank you. They need to cross my desk before we start playing. And then hold up. We're going to wait a minute. <laughs> and these are the days of Elijah. Oh Is that gosh. what you said? Yeah. Is that the one? Yes. yes. Oh, yes. It's perfect for this show. Is there a okay, multi-track for I've that? I've grown up. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at all. No. I got the question. <laughs> he he got has the some tattoos on himself. He loves it. <laughs> Every single minute, every hour of the day. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> He does, and he, he just gets Probably it. Probably because it's spiritual. It's you know, about the Lord. You know what Pastor said? They're man songs. <laughs> he said, men can sing these songs. I could never <laughs> march in the infantry. Ride in the calorie. Ride in the calorie? Ride in the calorie. <laughs> I ride the calorie. I'm in please. the Lord's army. Yes, sir. Hey, man, I was waiting for it. <laughs> you better be saying it. Hey, okay. New set list for Sunday morning, sir. <laughs> I'm going to find a multi-track. Uh, there is not. <laughs> There's maybe a sheet that you slide up on the projector screen. I'm going to write, so I'm gonna write to multi-tracks. Um, can we please bring this back? They listen. The transparency. Oh, my gosh. And everybody wanted to be the transparency person. <gasps> See your nails on the screen. Ew. You pushed up the. Ew. Yeah, no, you'd, <laughs> you'd sit there and you'd put your fingers up. Yeah, like, hey. that's <laughs> me. I grew up in the black church. We didn't have transparencies. Oh. So whenever I, whenever I crossed over. They were talking about transparency, and I'm like, "Hold up, what?" Everybody just knew the song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you just knew the song. Yeah, there was no Hill song, seventy five verses at that point. No. It was no, no. But you know what's funny is I cut my teeth on more African American worship spiritual. Mm-hmm. You songs. can say That's black. Cut, yeah. I just, oh, you know. Okay, okay. I cut my teeth more on black worship than anything else. And it, approved. I, I did. I, I, I did. It was so funny. I was so different. I'd be listening to songs. I was like, hey, man, you ever heard of? No. Hey, man, you ever heard of? No. And I'd just be in my room just jamming. Playing you know Revolution over and over again. Oh, Lord. I have one of his songs memorized. Um, but but I'm talking about even some some other stuff that was that, that came out. It was just sure. some choirs and some old stuff. Um, so what else? Give me something that you enjoy. That not many other people enjoy. Something that's just different for you. Something you enjoy. A guilty pleasure. A song. A movie. Maybe a movie that's one of your favorites and you're afraid to admit it. Oh. A song. Oh, okay. Oh, no, no, no. I don't want to be real. Pammy, you go first. You be real. Oh, no. It'll encourage me to be real. She's like, I'm trying not to be fired from being the youth, the worship leader. Because it's gonna, it, it ain't a godly movie. Okay, I promise two, you. I can already tell. No, no, no. Two favorite movies I know by heart. Harlem Nights and American Gangster. I love American Gangster. It was a great movie. It was. I know all the words. You know one of my favorite movies all time, but I it's but man, I hate it because the language is so bad on it. Yeah, you're so holy now. I am. I'm trying. It's but it's one of my favorite movies growing up at all times, Um, and it's uh, Good Will Hunting. What? I've never seen it. Good Will Hunting because it's. Oh no! It sounds boring. It sounds boring. Oh no! No. It sounds boring. Y'all ruin it. Yeah, you can say all you want um, at all. It's basically this guy from the Bronx, whatever, grew up in a horrible atmosphere, and he works as a janitor mm. at, a, at a college, th- Harvard, I think. Okay. And there's this impossible math problem on the wall, and, and it's uh, Ben Affleck and uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon's sitting there sweeping, and he does the math problem as the janitor, and they're trying to figure it out. 
but he's just this hood dude. He's fighting people. He's going to bars, and it is if it's really about watching a guy that's grown up being hurt, yeah, begin to forgive people and build a relationship. So good. But then wow. you have Gladiator, and Gladiator is the best man, one of the best man movies you've ever seen in your entire life. That was so not gender appropriate. Like, what if I like Gladiator? Man <laughs> movies? Okay. Me either, actually. It sounds boring to me. What? I don't like action movies very much. They made me go to sleep. Well, it's because you like to go to the grocery store for two hours. Wow. You've never Hater. seen Gladiator? Where have I been? Oh, my. I've got to fix this. I, I fix it. I just What's Braveheart? Is that where he has the blue stuff on his face? Yes. Or is that 300? Where he has like the... Stop it! You hurting me right now. I told you I like West. Hey, guess what? Tobey Maguire was a horrible Spider-Man. You're right. I like Tom Holland much better. She has no clue what we're talking about. I do. Tobey Maguire? Don't talk about my friend. Toby, back in the day? Yes. He was a horrible Spider-Man. The newer one's the best. I'm Come thinking on. I don't know why it was when you horrible, dance, but I don't know the Going down it. the road doing stuff like this, you should never be Spider-Man ever again. You're a hater. I hope to all the nerds that Thank they you. could be Spider-Man. You're a hater. No, you can't. The only way to be Spider-Man is being bit by a radioactive spider. <laughs> okay, okay, you're right, you're right, you're road. right. My bad, my bad. The reason why everyone loves him is because he was a sex boy. Yes. He's the one that like, came down upside down and then kissed the girl. Yes. Still trash. I like Tom Holland because Zendaya was in that movie and I love Zendaya. Zendaya. I'm going to be her when I grow up, except for Holy. You're, you know, like. <laughs> Proud of you. She's pretty cool. Right? right back in the Disney shows, what, what was the Bro, show? Bro, Shake It Up. Shake It Up. That was the show. Anyway, um, let me think. I was thinking about one that I have that I like that a lot of people don't like. What was it? Um, hold up. Old School Country. Um, I'm talking about old school, old school country. I like old school country, but then I'll, but I, I can't do like polka. I can't do that music. Oh, no. I can't do that. I can't do. Um, Gaither Gospel Hour. No. Uh, I, sorry. Gaither Gospel Hour. You don't I, like Gaither Gospel I Hour? I can rock myself some Southern Gospel. <laughs> okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can yeah. do it. Some singing. AM. I can do it. Stations. I do it. When's the last time you had somebody in your life that thought, never mind, that's, you're a horrible person to ask on this one. I was about to ask her, when's the last time she had someone in her life that thought they could sing? <laughs> Can we be real? Oh, that's saying. That's okay. like, that's, that's telling me, like, when's the last time that you knew someone that thought they could preach? Nope. Pastor, I'm going to respectfully uh, decline the request to answer that question. You are I'm proud a of you. wise woman. I'm proud of you. Um, what we have, but we have those people. Okay, what do you do in your life if you have a close friend? I'm not talking about a worship leader. A close friend that can't sing, but thinks they can. <gasps> should you tell them? I, I'm not thinking about. I'm, I'm just a thinking about. It. I'm thinking about like, what do you do about that? Or somebody that thinks they can sing, or somebody that thinks that they can cook, or somebody that thinks that they can draw good. That thinks they can cook. That's the saddest one of all. Tell us about it. And they bring you their little darling favorite dish, and you just say, "Well, and grandma's Shug, bless your heart." Oh, <laughs> shut! So and then they look at you and go, "Eat some." <laughs> this is the most different. Eat some. Eat some. <laughs> different. Have you seen that little video of that little girl? I'm going to see if I can find it. She's sitting there. She's like. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like really trying. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> and she's trying. Oh, that's sad. You're so Do you nice, Do you tell Tammy. someone? 
Oh no! Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> if they're gonna like, okay, like, like if they're gonna go on American Idol, if they're gonna go like, if they're gonna go and showcase it, like Thanksgiving. Oh, I'm so glad you said. If this. they're gonna showcase it, then you say like, hey, you know what? This is an acquired taste, and I appreciate it, you know. But um, here's my perspective. What about all those people? Help me people? understand. What Do about you see all those people like on American be Idol? In therapy the next week. The American Idol, they have a so sign, have three and friends. they come out and they didn't get a ticket, and they go. Really? I'm like, you know they're horrible. No, don't y'all let me do that. Don't y'all let me do Like, I'd be so mad. No. You don't love me if no. you. Like, no. okay, we had that conversation. Somebody, Someone sat there, and Chelsea and I were watching, and she's like, my dad's just told me I was a beautiful singer my whole life, and I didn't get the golden ticket. I said, let me okay, be Okay, Willy Wonka, come on. If my kids are not good at something and they want to go on live TV, embarrassing I, me, I will have a conversation <laughs> with my children. I'm not going to be the dad going, I don't know. I'd be like, I told you. She didn't listen. <laughs> she wanted to do it. Like, I, I, do, do you do you really love your friend if you allow them to think that you they're don't. bad? Wait. Think I don't know. Think that they're bad or think that they're La- good? Allow them to think that they're good when uh, they're really bad. You don't love me. Yes. You don't love me. <laughs> you don't love me. I'm over here thinking I'm good and then I suck. I done brought my meal to the Thanksgiving and <laughs> all the in-laws are making fun of me behind my back. I don't think so. Everyone needs a Pam in their life because she can tell you that you suck, but you don't know it. She'd be like, okay, here's my dish. What do you think? Number one, interesting. Yeah. If the first three words they use to describe your food are anything but delicious (laughs) and good and edible, then you don't need to be making this. And the array that you put it on the plate, and you know what the colors you used in the food. Still hadn't said it tastes good. Homie, she's trying to tell you something. Listen, as a pastor's, Wife, you learn to just make noises like, mm, yeah, you're lying. Mm. <laughs> I, mean, I need to watch this back so I can you learn. Say a word. That's why you, you need to have wise friends around you because I <laughs> would lose a friend, crush a spirit. They would, ne- you know, and I need to hear this, Pamela, because I am a jerk sometimes. Ooh, okay, you, you know what my mama taught me. Y'all want to hear some old wisdom? Share, t- Tell in, it. In, 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 please. She yes. said, if it makes a difference 100 years from now, it's worth going there. But if it doesn't, let it ride. So you're no, okay. No, that's perspective, though. With somebody, okay. <laughs> I saw a video, and I tell you, Terrence told me this. He goes, you know what I love about the black church, Pastor Chris? I said, what is it? He goes, if you up there singing and you can't sing... <laughs> They they might just take the mic from you and say the spirit ain't doing that right now, brother. <laughs> Can you You're imagine? in the wrong key. Right, yeah, right. I, 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 key of C. He said they've done that before. They, they'll walk up and take a mic and go, no, the hey, spirit ain't doing that today. That's and I was like, Lord. can you imagine doing that in church? <laughs> Listen, spirit ain't doing that today. You Come on down. Email. Come on down. No, nope, no. Nope, Tell nope. me. Turn it off. Tell me. Right. Turn me off. Yeah. I saw a T-shirt that's got this ch- chicken on it, and she's got her head cocked like this. And I sent this to Carol because she knows me better than anybody. And it's saying, I may not look like it, but I've pecked you in the face three times. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know it. <laughs> so sometimes I'm holding in on the inside, you know, because I'm trying to think what, you know, what it would do to them if – Raisins in their potato salad is going to crush them, and it's been passed Oof. down through generations. Then not been. You got people just, cussing just on work around the raisins. You know, just pick them out and <laughs> cover them with your napkin. 
But and other people know, are going, who put raisins <laughs> in the potato salad? My family is going, who did this? <laughs> So, but I appreciate your perspective, Pamela, because they're like our generation is express yourself, speak your truth, stand in your truth, and sometimes your truth is something that cuts somebody down mm. to, I mean, below the root, That's and good. it will kill them, you know. And you never know the impact of your mm-hmm. your words if you're not careful. So, I appreciate that. I mean, I have learned that the hard way, and I appreciate seeing a Pamela. Um, you know, and people in my life that like you can share something that maybe you don't uh, again you don't agree or you you have a different perspective and it's not like turbo ugly. She challenged me this. Always start with, do I have permission to speak into your life? You know, I stole that and told it to my leadership classes. And they were like, that is such a good idea. (laughs) And I'm gonna try that now. I now have a visual picture of what her leadership classes are. That's such a good idea. <laughs> oh my god, that's revelation. You know, someone wants to talk about <laughs> Pammy. You know, the, but that's wisdom, and that's why you need to have friends that are gonna pour into you and tell you like you're a jerk, and oh. you need to get it together, but in a nice way. Oh, you know, yeah. Like sometimes I need to hear that, but sometimes I need the Pamela version. Oh, see, we have gotta you be thought about. You know, sometimes yeah, if you just have start you it with, have you thought about, yeah, or have you considered? I was talking to Presley last night, just one of our little talks, and I was telling her about the power of things that happen to us all of our lives. And I still remember I shared a story with her about what a teacher said to me in second grade. And look, here we are. 63 you are in your 40s, years old. Still talking about it. <laughs> we have to be real. Here she I said, am. She said. And the, her words, you know, life and death are yeah. in the power of the tongue. And as a little girl that I had no idea what how she was judging me with those words, I didn't even know what she was talking about. Back then, I hardly even talked. I was just the quiet kid in oh, class. Yeah. But for some reason, she didn't like me. And she told my mom... Uh, that I thought that I knew more than anybody in the class. And I just sat there quiet every day because I was scared. Yeah. I was scared to even be there. But the power of her words just followed me all the way through. And then I didn't want to go to school anymore. I wow. didn't like school. Mm-hmm. And so that's I think that's what I my mind goes toward if I and sometimes I do want to say some stuff mm-hmm. man I could get my Irish on sometimes but then I think what if they never recover from yeah. what I say? So then I would ask you this, because I, oh Lord, we're already at an hour, and I don't want to keep going too, too long. I totally agree with all those things. What if oh you have no. a best friend that, <laughs> that was awesome? Hold on. Can I pull up the gif of you? Stop it! <laughs> like, if I've got to send you that gif, and you got to put it on there. That would be amazing. <laughs> I didn't cough. It was just oh, a little, so little bitty good. sneeze. We were doing a live stream worship scene it, right in the middle of COVID. Just started hitting, and Terrence sneezed on the middle he of it. Coughed. And she goes, "No, good and well, you should have held that thing." <laughs> that so good. People are gonna be emailing us. Okay. So, if you have a friend in your life that's rude and mean to people, but they're real close to you, do you tell them? Yeah, because not only are you protecting the other people, but you're protecting them. And a lot of times, 
and I'm just going to say this because we're being real, people who carry a prophetic gift are rude people. Yeah. They just, everything's black and white to them, and if it's on their mind, it's out their mouth. Just say it. So you just have to say things, and I think you have to say it in a kind way, or they will destroy other people, and they can destroy themselves. They carry such a powerful gift, but you've got to know how to carry it. Yeah. And I think that's why... 1 Corinthians 13 comes. It's mm, such an yeah. important, if you don't have the menorah of love carrying all those nine gifts, yeah. you can hurt people. That's good. So, yeah, you there are times you just have to say, but you still have authority over how you say it. Mm. And you can tear down or you can, can build, build up. That's good. Yeah. And I'd rather build them up than tear them down. I'm going to so. remind you that next time you try to choke <laughs> down somebody's special food. And I'm going to say you can tear them down. <laughs> Or you, or you can build them or up. You can build them up, or you can spit it up. What do you want to do? You want to swallow? It might be all three. But you ever had some food, and somebody's looking at you, and you're just chewing on it, and you're like. The only time I drew the line was on menudo, and it just wouldn't go down. It just kept coming back. I just couldn't. And everybody no thinks me, their menudo is the best. <laughs> no, I clean my menudo. I wash it. No, you've it's never had my menudo. And it's just, it's a menudo issue. I just Mm-mm. can't like yeah, menudo. George, you like, no, it's like in chitlins. I don't, don't bring it to my table. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't like certain smells. Don't bring it. It's awful. I, yeah, if you have a rude friend, you need to tell them. I was mm. the rude friend. And I was you rude were. I was rude because I was hurt. And it took mm. my mom telling me I worked with the girl. I went to high school with the girl, 16. She, I did something. She called me the B word. And I said, Ooh. okay. Oh, okay. And then I was really ugly to her. And we ended up working together. And then she was working with my mom and said, they said, if you could tell any person in the world anything, what would it be and why? And she said, I would ask Andrea why she hates me so much. I don't know what I did to her. but And that was, and, you know, it was kind of like she left it at that. And so my mom said, I don't know what went on between you two, but you need to make it right. And I didn't realize, you know, like I was the, the ugly friend. And nobody told me, like all my friends were okay with me being ugly to her. You don't like her? We don't like her. Okay, great. And no one told me, you're, you're being really ugly. And, you, you know, that's not cool. And we were young still. but So I had to go to her and I said, you know what, I'm so sorry. And this is why I didn't like, and she didn't remember that, that moment. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I was really awful to her. And, and now we fast forward to days like today where we have very high suicide rates and mm-hmm. bullying and, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. so I say, tell them because your rude friend becomes a rude adult mm-hmm. and a rude then, well, I, I've, I'm, you know, 70 years old, I've lived my life. I can be this way. Right. And all the while you're tearing people down right. and you're, you're putting generational, you know, like seeds of just that awfulness there so and if you don't believe that exists go to a middle school volleyball game oh and watch parents watch how people talk to each other watch to see how people forget that they are not handing scholarships out at the end of a game right like middle school that's one thing that I, i can tell you this uh people ask me all the time um why i don't coach anymore because parents I got done wrong. Mm -hmm. I had some people treat me in a way that I would never treat anybody else in my entire life. And I was like, I'm done. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm already helping a bunch of people. And it was just like, it pulled me back. I might coach in the future, Mm -hmm. but no, it was mean people. And -hmm. it was just like people that treated me in a way I never would. I was like, you know what? I'm good. Mm -hmm. I didn't say that at that moment. But I was like, at the back of my head, I was like, this yeah, is it. Yeah. yeah, I'm out. I'm done. Yeah. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm, I'm volunteering. <laughs> I'm volunteering. Right. You know, but I think it's important for us to 
to be able to look. This even goes back to conversations you and I had of it's impossible that we're not going to offend each other. It's going to, yeah, we're it's going to happen. Yeah. I'm going to say something out, you know, that, that I don't realize the yeah. weight of it, you know, yeah. and to be able to walk those things out. So y'all did amazing. Thank you guys so much for coming Thank and you. hanging out. Thank you. For Thanks having for having us. us. I have a request, Pastor. I would love to hear it. So Cody Diaz got me this bomb mug for my college graduation, and it says Black Girl Excellence. Done. And it has a little Africa on it. And when she bought that, she texted me. I was like, I really hope you like this. So I went to Target and got it. And the, the cashier looked at her real funny because she is not a black girl. In fact, she is a white girl. And so she was buying this mug, and I thought, I was just like, floored. I could just have cried. I'm like, how thoughtful that you did that, you know. So I want to ask if you can use that mug on one of your podcasts, and you can drink from it, and I'll I would it. be honored. As long as you are there to answer any comments of people saying, who does he Come think at he me. is? I got you. I like, got you back. I just need you to be my Karen in Next the comments. Next time I come back, I'm going to be the Andrea in the comments, yeah. honey. <laughs> We believe in black girl excellence, and Pastor Chris can support that and not be a name called or whatever, and he's not, you know, trying to appropriate, because it's my mug, and I'm black (laughs) all day, every day. But I just thought that'd be cool because it was a great story. I would do it. It It is a great story. Wait, wait, okay, and you know what? I'll even drink coffee in there so you don't get upset about it. Oh, I don't care. I drink, like, tea from there. I don't drink coffee. You you got on to me for not drinking coffee. Because you act like you drink coffee, and then you're over here. Acting. This is the first time I didn't drink coffee, but now it will. I will never not drink coffee ever again, ever again. I don't care what you do, brother, but just you know, <laughs> brother. <laughs> that was awesome. Hey, I love you guys. Thanks Thank you guys for so having much. us. We appreciate you. Thank you. Y'all have an amazing night, amazing time, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.